Welcome to Encroachment. What's up? Nothing much. How are you? Welcome to Encroachment, everyone. Welcome. So how was your week? Um, uh, I don't remember. I don't know. I think I, <laughs> was I sick? Oh, yeah, I was sick last week. I don't remember my whole week last week. I had my days wrong the entire, like, I thought it was Friday today. I got home from work and I asked, I was like, why isn't football on the TV? And they're like, oh, it's Wednesday. Like, I've just been all over the fucking place. It's kind of crazy. But it was, um, you know, I'm really just trying to make money and pay off my bills and be a grown up. And a fucking men to that, my Drink child. my water. You know what I mean? I don't know about that last part, but yeah. But, um, <laughs> so at, uh, at my, at the restaurant where I also work, um, so we were resetting this room the other day, mm-hmm. and what what is today? Yesterday was Wednesday, so Tuesday night. We were resetting the room. We had to move tables, so I go to move a table, me and these two other girls, and I see a mouse, and I freak out. I have never in my two years at this place seen a bug, uh, any any anything from outdoors, right? So I'm yeah. like, oh, no, this is unacceptable. And but then I can't like make a big deal because I have another party in the next room, like it's only separated by like a movable wall and a curtain, so I can't even scream. It was a moment, right? So, whatever this little this little guy I guess is living his best life, like eating whatever. I don't know what the fuck he's eating. So I'm not catching it. I'm not disposing of it. I just left the room and never returned. So <laughs> <laughs> I text my friend Desiree. She's working the next morning, and I text her. I was like, by the way. Um, there is a mouse in, in the room where I was working last night. So if you see it, just like, don't be, there's, there's a mouse somewhere. She said, okay, cool. She texts me back 15 minutes later. Let's, let's have a pause moment here. My (laughs) people, my white people, my fellow white people are fucking ridiculous. I do not identify with any of them. I do not understand like literally the only way that they can survive is by by taking advantage and of other people like they're I don't under we do not have the skill set to survive on our own because we are white people are crazy so these fucking white women were eating lunch and they saw this little mouse running around they captured it asked for a box to put the mouse in and brought it home to their children as a pet. Oh my god. Why? I, That's you can't buy it. Don't like, fucking you ask can't me. Buy a your people. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I've lived places where I had mice. Like I don't need it to be a pet. Like I don't want it in my house. Mm-mm. Crazy. I could not believe like why? Why? You want a you want a little restaurant mouse? As a pet, your kids are gonna think it's cute. So, do you just go around DC trapping rats for your kids? Like, I'm confused. They might. That's disgusting. That's gross. That's nasty. Well, that was my week. It segues into my week because I <laughs> actually just texted um, my friend about taking that serving job. And yeah, I am stressed the fuck out. Um, no. Yeah, I don't know. It just I. I've never been, like, a bad, like, person to be served, but, like, I just know people can be fucking assholes, and, yeah. like, I dealt with enough of them when I worked at Starbucks in undergrad, and that was, yeah. those are, like, five-minute interactions, like, tops, tops, not, like, I'm coming back to your table, I'm getting you alcohol, like, you're, like, friends, like, I just, it's just a lot of things that, like, I don't know if I'm, like, ready for, um, I'm, like, wor- weird about, like, not, like, not having consistent money, like, I don't know what I've never had a job where it's like I couldn't calculate exactly how much I'm going to get when I'm going to get it. You want a and, pro tip? Huh? You want a pro tip? What? Bring your fucking weed with you. Oh, sure. Pack it. And if it gets to a point where you want to pop off, just take them. I need a moment. Lie to them and say you smoke cigarettes. Do it in the bathroom. Wow. Because a lot of people do that. I can't no, that function. sounds like a fucking yeah. brilliant idea. Because I, I want to sleep when I when I smoke, so I can't do that. But I will, like, if I'm stressed the fuck out, someone will, like, make me a drink. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, there are ways. And especially once you get comfortable doing it. Um, and also, the consistent money is, like, 
it's stressful but then you'll have one once you have your first day where you make like a lot of money you'll like be chilling <laughs> it's fine you know what I mean you have once you have one amazing day you're like oh well this no I mean great. so so it wasn't even about like consistent money and it's like not a lot or too little like so the mm-hmm. reason why I like even need this fucking job because my school gave me a big lump sum in the beginning of the semester and mm-hmm. it's like oh like I'm weird at like managing money when it doesn't come in Same. on like a regular schedule and like yeah. I'm gonna have this for this month so like I paid off like rent into like next year because I was like oh I have enough I can do this I'm responsible I got it and it's like it I just I I want something where it's like I know every two weeks like this is gonna be a little bit here a little bit there that I can like yeah. meter out not like oh one night I got like 300 next night it's like I get 25 because like it's rainy or something I don't know I just feel like that's gonna stress me out um but you know it's the best option I got so that is I my week like which it. I feel like is gonna be it's a, a big decision that I think will fuel more stories on the pod to come <laughs> I, yeah I think you'll like it it's like it's like an experience you are weirdly like related to all these people you work with like you're this weird type of family even if you don't fuck with them for real like you just go through so many things I mean the higher and the manager is my friend like he's the one who yeah me I think so I feel like that would be cool too it's I love it I it's like fun work most of the time you know what I mean it's like you fuck around like again you can be high you can be drunk as long as you can do your job like it's like it's not real and then if you get fired you can get another serving job i don't care <laughs> like if i get fired I'm like this was a sign this was not for me no. and i need to take like my a... black ass back behind somebody's <laughs> desk because like i can't deal with people like that's it i don't know man. I, I don't, so I stay tuned for the future of i'm excited ricky is a server it'll be very interesting <laughs> <laughs> um but be- now to football what is your game of the week or should I start um, with my game of the week because I'm no no you go what what game are you doing you know I'm doing fucking San Francisco versus Green Bay okay good um it's been a long time I really feel like this was like two weeks ago I don't know why it does um, feel like it's been a long time since our last pot I don't make what did we skip a week and forget no I just again my whole my whole I'm not here mentally <laughs> like I don't know where I am but I'm not here um, I wanted to do the uh, Browns and the Chargers. Oh, I didn't see that game. Um, so tell me what happened. Um, well, I didn't. I want to. They definitely Cleveland lost. Um, uh, it was thirty to fourteen. Damn. They didn't. I mean, but they didn't really have a chance to win. You know what I mean? Like it was just. It was a loss. It was a solid loss. Um. Like they just got beaten all three phases. Yeah, it didn't. Yeah. There was like no comeback. You know what I mean? It yeah. didn't get like close. It was just like a loss. The whole thing. Um, but I didn't really want to recap the game so much. It's just kind of, um, I thought it was interesting um, that, uh, like, the whole, lo- the locker room and everyone in their uh, post-game interviews, like, they were super, super grouchy. The Browns? Um, yeah. I mean, they were very upset. Um, and that the sense was, kind of that, that was, that was, that seemed to have stemmed from um, that it, they were disappointed to be non-competitive. And I thought it was, like, I thought it like it really made me pause because I was like you you didn't win a single game <laughs> for so long and I it's really great that the players all are like rallying behind Baker and that they have this hope and like they are ready to take the steps to be a better team but you're like it's not going to happen in one season you know what I mean like you already have more success than most people thought you were like, then you've had the past two seasons. So it's kind of like, I I think that they need to have a seat a little bit because, like, I get that, you know, Baker is new and exciting. Like, you have a lot of different pieces. You look like you're going in the right direction. But you were in a, you weren't in a tiny hole. You were in, like, a Grand Canyon of holes, like your team. You know what I mean? You're not going to have a huge turnaround and, and be a great team in one season. It's going to take years to rebuild and to have a solid foundation and to even get to that point and so I kind of just thought it was crazy of them to be so I guess full of themselves is the word I'm not sure I mean I'm looking at their like schedule from last year like the kind of score breakdown and like there are some like pretty ugly games it looks like a lot of them were also like one possession losses I know they had some early like OT stuff like I just feel I could see how I would be frustrated if I was doing so much work right and like 
it is a significant regression from being like in a game and losing it to being like stuck. Yeah, and it's saying but you they're like only they're only two, three, and one. Like that's not bad. The Giants have a way worse record than them. Right. Like, but I think the frustration is more about like we didn't play well, not like, yeah, not like the our season as a whole. Right. It's like damn, like right. we took a step back, and I can feel it. When I think that, like, like you know, I don't know if you've ever experienced this in life either. Is that like they are finally can be considered a competitive team you know what I mean not that you're going to be a successful being a competitive team and a successful team I feel like is different like the Giants are not a competitive team and they're not a successful team like no, they're when, fucking I, garbage fire and I'm I, right, so exactly. mad that we I don't have our expect, Giants this week <laughs> I don't expect competition from them but the Browns can give you competition you know yeah um and so I just kind of feel like again this is going to be a long process. It's like changing yourself or developing a new habit. Like it's really great that you can do it the first four days, but then like on the 14th day when shit is hitting the fan and you're tired as fuck. And do I, why can't I go eat McDonald's? I'm like, I really just, I should eat a salad, but this shit is easy. I don't feel like making, you know what I mean? Like when you're trying to actually have a real change, yeah, it takes a long time to develop that mentality those habits that everything so I would be I'm going to be really interested to see how they bounce back this week because they think that is going to show the projection of where they're actually going you sound like every fucking NFL commentator being like how do they handle adversity like that's literally what it is I mean well what they're not making the playoffs they're not going to win the Super Bowl like Like, you're not like I'm sorry but but this (laughs) this season is really going to show like if this is gonna, this is like a fluke, and you just won because of random shit this year, or you're actually building into a team that's not sucking, you know? Yeah. But that's it. That's mm-hmm. all. Well, it's funny. So I also don't really care about doing like game by game, like a play by play recap of the yeah good, the, the Giants. I mean, sorry, Forty um, ers and. Green Bay I know thing. you just want to talk about <laughs> no there's a couple things I want to talk about so one okay. I want to talk about Kyle Shanahan is fucking brilliant like he is mm-hmm. making things happen with yeah his starting court his like franchise quarterback gun his big running back offseason signing gun like injuries everywhere like Dante Pettis is not in they got like it's just a lot of shit going on he still manages to put up like 27 something points which is like, mm-hmm. like amazing um and the way he does it when they show his little play breakdowns I, li- I like the scheme like it's just good so I feel like he doesn't get enough credit um which reminds like one of my favorite podcasts, Feature Report, and they're like, "Yeah, he's the best coach in the NFL." I, I see the offensive creativity that they're referring to, like, yeah, this since, since Jimmy's been gone. Um, and I want to say, I want to talk shout, shout out that, and then I also wanted to talk about mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers <laughs> and this win. So like, yes, they won. Yes, he had a mm-hmm. comeback drive. Like, yes, he was good. My problem with is if you watch the game you could hear like it you could hear when a play did not go his way mm-hmm. oh man well you know he's injured he's walked there on one leg it's like oh blah, blah. isn't this this was it's jason Witten commenting, asshole. Right? what was it this is a jason Witten game right um yes it was yes, yes. We but it doesn't matter this. it's any it's it been every it game is, this fucking yeah. season but every game this season when he's not playing well it's about his leg his leg and about you know, him him out there like a fucking hobble cripple. And when he is playing well, oh, like they were literally saying, he looks healthy to me today, man. I don't know. He looks like he's back. Aaron Rodgers, yeah. it's like, you can't have it both ways. You can't say like, like when he just was playing shitty a lot of that game. The People receiver, don't say the he's shitty. Yeah. Huh? People never admit that he's playing shitty. Right. And like everyone has a shitty game. Brady's had fucking shitty games and I'll be the first to call it. Like, I they call I, Brady I out though and they blame it on his So age. often. Huh? They do call Brady out for his shitty games, and they blame it on his age immediately. Right? No, I'm saying he gets blamed. I'm saying I, as a fan, like I'm not even yeah. like bought into this idea that like you know my favorite player can't be criticized. Like he's played shitty games, and there's been games where he wasn't shitty, and like they blamed him for that anyways. So it's just really frustrating. Like the narrative running around Rogers is so frustrating. And then it's like I tell I talked about like in my group chat about people like this. Like oh, you know what's going on? It's like no one. It's like they acknowledge it, but they're like oh, like you know it just no one wants to hold him accountable for anything and I don't understand why I don't know what he's done to like deserve that I just I should have my brother come on and talk I would love to talk because my brother is very he's not an emotional fan and he doesn't like 
he doesn't get caught up in it. He doesn't like, he's very level-headed about it. And I think that you would actually respect him and have a really good combo. I, I would like to do that. I would love that. We should do that. We should set that up. Yeah, um, I will make it happen. Because I feel like people just like hear my rage and they don't understand. It's like, it's like rooted in very like metered criticisms and it only yeah. gets to rage because it's like no one fucking hears it. Like everyone's just like the sun shines out of his goddamn asshole. I think I texted somebody that like literally the media would still suck the diary out of his butt like tomorrow, which yeah. they did. And they did. It was like, oh, Aaron Rodgers has a big comeback. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you're not going to ignore that he paid like trash for like three out of those four quarters. Anyways. Um, it's that magic stuff. People love the magic. Yeah, people love just that big play shit. Just like yeah. this, like, and they even said on the thing, like, oh, man, like, he, he's just not as, as good outside of the pocket. And it's like, the fucking job of the quarterback is to be good inside the pocket. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just don't understand, like, how you can use that as an excuse for being a, for playing poorly. Like, he can't get out the pocket. Then you're not doing your job well. The pocket, out of pocket shit should be, like, a plus. It should not be the core of what you do. Right. At least in my opinion. That's not how right. I see the quarterback position. Um and maybe that's because, you know, I got a fucking Billy Goat out there throwing the ball, but <laughs> <laughs> but it's fine. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the game was good. I, I did enjoy watching it. I I just I just get disappointed by. by At least that. it was a good game because it had the potential to just be not. Um, I mean, whenever Aaron Rodgers loses, it's a good game for me. Well, so. yeah. <laughs> So at least this season, a lot of the Thursday and Monday night mat- matchups, I kind of have been like, what the fuck? Why would you schedule this game? <laughs> like, it doesn't really make sense. Some of them, like at least 80% of them that have been like the primetime ones. But most of them have ended up being really, really good games, which I am thankful for. And I won't lie. When I was like, I had just taken a nap and was going to go to the store. And I was like, do I even want to watch this fucking game? Like, it's the 49ers going to get blown out. Like, I just didn't think they had a chance. And I didn't turn it on until I saw they were up when I was walking back to the grocery store. And I was like, all right, I'm settling for this shit. (laughs) But yeah, they they have had some weird, some questionable matchups that have been surprising. But it's Um, it's good for the viewer. Because, yeah. yeah, It's it's totally good. It's good for the teams, too, to get, like, national eyes on teams that we don't see. So I'm I'm pleased about it. But uh, let's take a quick break. And then we'll come back and get into our team check-ins. Yo. Hey. We're back. back. I just wanted to say to people who like people ask me sometimes, like, oh, like, what do you guys do this for? Like, you're trying to make money, like trying to be whatever, and it's like, hmm. I really just did some time with my friend. And this, like, I feel like I should say this now because I, as you know, before I got on the podcast, I was like, I'm just not feeling good, like, yeah, I can... down, like, bummed out. And I feel 150% better just from doing that one segment and, like, texting in between than I felt all day. And, like, this yeah. is, yeah, it's just, like, good to, like, have a thing to, like, always make sure, like, I have time to talk and, like, connect with Michelle. Yeah, so. and it's, like, a fun thing. It's, like, I when people ask me it's more of um kind of like a hobby because I get super caught up in working like you know accomplishing goals I'm either like all or nothing so I'm either super caught up in like doing things or I want to like sleep all day and do something so this is a really good way I usually never make time for a hobby or something I don't think any of us do Um, that well at least not a lot of us yeah um and this is, like, a really good way for me to take time out of my week to, like, do something that I like to do, you know? It's a nice, it's a nice like, pause moment to all the other shit that's going on and being like, okay, make time for this. At least think about it a couple times a week, you know what I mean? Right, right. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, now that that's out of the way, <laughs> love. Uh, let's talk about the Redskins game. How's your first game so, back from the, you know, New Orleans beat? I am so happy. I'm really happy that we're doing this podcast so late in the week this week because I get to relive my joy from Sunday. <laughs> and I am in a completely, I have a completely different vibe than last week. Like, I don't sound, like, my soul is singing. I am happy. We played a great game. I, I was hoping that that would happen. Just because most teams don't get blown out and embarrassed like that and then lose again. Usually, like, 90% of the time that does light a fire under people's ass to 
perform the next game or um, the next moment they have, if that makes sense. Yeah, of course. Um, but, you know, we just looked. Josh Norman showed up. He had an interception and punched a ball out for a fumble. Like, like. So, wait, so, wait. so t- can you tell me about that? That You sent me that Josh Norman thing in the middle of the week about him and Jay. What happened exactly? About him? Oh, so um, the previous game, the one against the Saints, basically yeah. Josh Norman sat out in the third quarter. He did not start the, the first half. So allegedly what happened was that during halftime, um, you know, Gruden was addressing the team. And Josh Norman had his headphones in while Gruden was addressing the team. And I guess Jay Gruden looks so nice. I cannot be that disrespectful to him. I don't know how I don't know how you do that. I guess yeah, I guess Gruden thought it was just I don't know if there was anything playing or he just had them in, but also why do you have headphones at halftime? Like when not you're that, not playing fucking well at it's all. It's not that long of a of a break. It's yeah. not like it's like an hour, you know. Um and we still had we still had a chance to win the game at halftime. Like it wasn't, it wasn't an all out like this is fucking over. You know what I mean? You still had time to regroup and like get it together. You had just scored that touchdown. Like you had, you had a moment and you could have taken it. So I definitely understand why. Like why the fuck do you have headphones in when I'm addressing the team? Pretty much. So I guess allegedly Gruden snatched the headphones out of his ear or something. Um, and then sat him for the first part of the third quarter. So, I mean, not that it really would have made a fucking difference, but. I mean, honestly, I would have let, I would have sat him the whole fucking game just to make a point, but I'm petty like that. You know, it's just, it, it, I just do think that. Like, you weren't going to win at that point. Might as well just stick with it. I mean, I, I do think that, I do like it because I do think that you need to command a level of respect from your players because you are the head coach mm-hmm. and like we did speak about it a couple of weeks ago how it does seem like Mike Tomlin is kind of losing his team you know yeah. what I mean yeah with the Le'Veon Bell situation and everything going which on is still and not resolved and I don't understand still not resolved. <laughs> and and you know the people tweeting and it's just kind of like his players kind of feel like they can do whatever they want and and that shouldn't be the case because you are supposed to be a unifying you're supposed to be a team like you're supposed to be one you win together you lose together so um you know we definitely don't need that energy at uh in washington we have enough problems of our own we don't need um any dissonance but um yeah so that i don't know what happened um but he he finally showed up like he finally he was there. He played an amazing game. Yeah. Again, intercept. He literally punched a ball out, like punching. Like Dude, an interception it. and a fumble. Fumble, yeah. An interception, forced fumble, and um, we recovered after that that mm-hmm. fumble. So, or that that um, yeah. It, he played an awesome game. Like really. Um. Again, um, I just think everyone shit the bed when they played the Saints, and they just kind of got came down to earth a little bit. Everyone, everyone played a really awesome game. I mean, um, so we're three and two now. We still lead the division, so we're half a game ahead of everyone only because um, we've had the bye week already. Um, But we snapped a six-game losing streak to Carolina um, with that win. Good. Um, Yeah, we had three forced turnovers. The last time that happened was 2015 against the Jets, Um, so that was pretty awesome. It's the first time in 51 games that we've forced three turnovers in the first half. So it, it, it was a statement takes, game. It was a yeah. statement win. Our defense actually showed up. You know, Cam Newton is Cam Newton is a is a player. Like Cam yeah. Newton is a force. Um, he can do it all pretty much. So it it is to to beat a quarterback like that really says a lot to our for our team. Um, we also held the Panthers to 81 rushing yards, um, which, again, Cam Newton is a running quarterback. So, like, that's another player that has adds rushing yards. Um, so, right. and then this is the third opponent that we've held to under 100 rushing yards on this season. So, I mean, I you know, I just – I am a little nervous with this game just because, you know, I can never just be happy. Right. <laughs> Who do you have coming up? Oh, uh, we have, like, it's Cowboys week. It's stressful. Oh. This is Cowboys week. Um. My only concern about how well we played um, with this 
and then how terribly it paid against the Saints is this kind of happened last year when we didn't, you know, we're just inconsistent. Like we had so many games the past couple of years where like we should have beat people and then we lost to, and then Kirk will have a five touchdown game. You know what I yeah, mean? Like it's yeah. just like, I will no never forget that fucking Green Bay um, game. Yeah, we I was like, at that fucking game, and I, we were like, it was everyone was excited. They were playing so well, and didn't just collapse at the end. It was so stressful. Like, and that's our thing is that we've never had consistency. We like lose against the teams that we should easily, easily beat, and then we like are weirdly competitive in these games where we shouldn't even have a chance. And you it's play like, in halves too. Like you'll have a good. Half yes, we always play. Like, yeah, yeah, we haven't really scored much in the second half still. Um, but you know, fortunately or unfortunately, all of that shit goes out the window for Dallas weekend. It's like, it's like start, it's like a a blank slate. Like it doesn't matter how good your teams are because no matter what happens when it's Dallas and Redskins, it's. And Dallas is also coming off a statement win. So they're feeling. Yes. That fucking, that was embarrassing. That beat down in Jacksonville. I just got so much joy out of watching Jalen Ramsey have to like eat that. That yeah. humble pie on the, the interview, just like, oh, yeah. I, don't know. I don't know, I don't know, we didn't play like him, I don't know. I was like, yeah, so again, just don't talk so much fucking shit. Like, I feel like Cam learned his little lesson a little bit after that yeah. first year where he was like, yeah, he, he's like, yeah, himself, and I was so fucking annoyed, and I was so happy to watch him lose Super Bowl. And since then, I've like become more of a fan. Like, he's just he like still yeah. has his little moments, but it's not nearly as. Like that was ugly to, in my opinion, that first year. But I mean, yeah, it's just it'll be, it'll be. I mean, I will be stressed out. I don't know why I thought it was a good idea to invite. I don't, I don't know why I didn't remember we were the four o'clock game. But I'm having my whole family is coming over. <laughs> Are they gonna watch the game? I will be watching the game. I don't know what anyone else will be doing. <laughs> I mean, I know what I will be doing. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be so annoyed when those <laughs> what was that meme you sent me about bitches always want to get cute when your team is losing like oh uh, yep. yes that was just that was snoop dog oh, snoop dog that, that was, was snoop dog, dog. He that was was my... like, don't text me when the Steelers are losing like yes don't fucking talk to me i mean i will go downstairs and no one will i will lock the door and i will watch it by myself down here i don't care that's at least my family is fucking respectful like whenever i watch patriots game with them and they're losing my mom is like you hungry? <laughs> I mean, I'm also um, older now. Like, when I was younger, I would take, like, my team's losing, like, very, very intensely. I mean, it I was, still think you're pretty hard, and I'm old as fuck, so. I take it, I still take it hard, but I, I, I don't let it affect my, like, my mood is altered, but I used to, like, cry. <laughs> oh, no. My sister used to be a cry. I never really I, Like, I remember when the ladies, when I used to watch the uh, Lady Terps and basketball, when they lost, like, when my favorite players were seniors and they lost in, like, the Sweet 16 or whatever, I remember sinking off the couch into the corner of my living room and crying for, like, 10 minutes. Wait, when was this? This was in college. It's like 2009. I think my cousin played on that team. You did, they, she did. She did. Oh, okay. okay. I don't, yeah, I don't know if she played the same time as Marissa Coleman and Christy Tolliver. Oh, okay. But, yeah, I don't know either. But those are my girls, and then they lost, and I was like, my my heart stopped beating. Like, I was, and that's how I used to take, that's how I used to take Dallas and Redskins games. Also, I, I drink more. Drinking helps me, like, True. not, like. I can start drinking heavily and then I just am not paying attention. You know what I mean? And I can just disassociate and I'll have my family over. So like I can, you know, I I want to pretend that I'm like that stable, but it was only a year and some change ago when we were down 28 to three to Atlanta and that Super Bowl. And I'd invited my two friends over and they were just like, What's going on? And I, I was a mess. There were, yeah, but you were there used may have to been winning. some tears. Maybe. You're used to winning games, and I'm used to losing games. <laughs> so I think it got to a point where it was like the 167th loss, and I am my soul is hurting. Where I was kind of like, we can't do this. Your soul anymore. is just your, your soul <laughs> just scar tissue at this point. That's right, we it. have to find a way to like we have to find a way to be productive this week. Like we can't. We lose too much for you to take this shit seriously. And even in that game, when I was an emotional mess, we still came back and won, which was amazing. Yeah. Like, no, my team is so much worse than yours. <laughs> so it's like, I have way more experience losing and getting my feelings hurt and being upset. So I feel like, again, it's scar tissue. You're right. I'm like kind of not numb, but like, yeah. 
I also don't have as many people that really talk shit to me as much anymore. True. My sister was a big Seahawks fan back then. She would get in my, my fucking nerves. Why? I don't know. I think she just thought Richard Sherman was cute, and he is, so. He is. I get it, but, yeah. Mm. Uh, so, wait, are you predicting? Are you predicting a win or a loss? No, I will never predict anything for this <laughs> for my team. Just an FYI, in the future, I will never. I will say what I think that it will mean if we... We need to win this game. If we win this game, like we we will stay on top. The you know next I mean? time we have a, a live, like non sober recording, like we did in Vegas, I'm gonna get you to fucking predict. I will not. <laughs> I will not bet on my team. I don't even like to have my team, my players, when I play fantasy football. I hate it when people ask me advice about Redskins players <laughs> or fantasy football because, like, it really hurts me to say that you should bet on the Redskins or play this Redskins On that note, what the fuck is going on with Jordan Reed? He's healthy for the first time and is doing nothing. I know, but they're doing a lot of plays where they have both tight ends on the field, and I like it. It And I guess he has a better rapport with Vernon Davis. They played together in service. Yeah, Vernon Davis has his first um, touchdown from Alex Smith this season. This game, I believe. Mm. So, I mean, again, if you have two tight end, uh, ends on the field, both Vernon Davis and Jordan Reed are both very good. Like, I'm not – Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm chilling. I'm, ha- I'm happy with it. And I especially like that they kind of played that um, that up because our wide receivers still are, like, I think we're the worst in the league with receiving yards. We don't have a single receiver that has more than 70 yards a game. Um, it's terrible. But, you know, because yeah, Chris I, Thompson – I think we can get Josh Dots on the bus at this point. Listen, did you hear what happened to him? <laughs> what? He didn't play because his heel was swollen. What? How do you? How, what? What does that mean? How do you get a swollen <laughs> heel? What, did you step on a nail? Like what the fuck? And what Gruden said, someone kicked him in his heel or something. What? What does that mean? And you couldn't play? I'm confused. That doesn't make sense to me. But whatever. I mean, it's not like he's impactful anyway. It so sounds a little suspect, but yeah, I think it's time to move. Like, just time to move on from that guy. I mean, I'm, I'm sure again, you have I mean, internally already, anyways. Yeah, I mean, again, I'd rather – I'm glad – I'm happy with our defense. I'm happy that they did the two tight end option a little more this game, especially since Chris Thompson was out. Um, uh, um, so I, I like that little switch up kind of. Adrian Peterson, you know, did, held us down. It was it wasn't it was a it was a, it was a good game to watch. We were you know it wasn't like a scary game. We're like oh fuck here we go again. Yeah, like it was a good game. I was happy. I think I can say without conceit that our game though was the best game of the week. Um, I guess I don't. I, I mean, I was very happy with mine. Yeah, I just I mean not I'm just saying not for my own result. Just like watching Some it was things. like amazing so i didn't get to see any of the one o'clock games and i forget which four brady was on fire though yeah i mean amazing it just looked great it was i felt so much confidence after the game i saw chris hogan get involved again that made me happy finally yes finally um even though i did have to drop in the fantasy today it was so annoying um but yeah i was really excited about that i did want to talk about a couple specific things well also patrick Mahomes. he he played well Coming mm-hmm. into fucking Foxborough and like, yeah, he's the goat. Like, he's he's a, he's a dude. And like, I they were talking about uh, Bill Parcells and his anointing oil, and he was like, put the anointing oil away. But I think as long as he stays with Andy Reid, they're gonna be a force. Yeah. Um, because it's it's just not it's not even just again his play. It's like the schemes that they're doing to get people open. Like he also the talent they have all like, around them. So he never he seems faced. He always seems very yeah. He's calm, ice cold. Like, ice fucking cold. Yeah. Awesome. He's that's amazing for this being like your first starting experience in a professional football league. Like that's that's he has so much poise. It's ridiculous. Like yeah. it, he like thinks that he is going to come back and win every single game until it's over, which is like, I mean, and with that fucking game. arm, he could and fucking weapons exactly. like Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. It's not like it's out of the question. But um, right. Yeah, I, I I'm so excited to continue watching him in the future. And I did not give two fucks about Kansas City before that, though. <laughs> right, like, exactly. Not at all. <laughs> they were just a thorn in my side. But other than that, I also want to talk about Sony Michelle, who had a really good game. And, Finally, yeah. yeah he had he, one last year, last game, too, didn't Yeah, he? he's played a really good couple of string of games after those first two um, games. And I I listened to so there's a, an article in The Athletic, and I can't remember who fucking wrote it, but, and we're not obviously sponsored by anybody, but I recommend subscriptions to The Athletic, especially if you're a student. The, the videos they have or the game breakdowns have been amazing. So um, I did learn from those that 
it was a lot of his early failures were kind of like scheme based, especially in the run game. Like he was running into just like bad protection or like our defense was ingesting. So a lot of communication issues early on, which I expect. Um, and, but they did also say there were some things that he's getting better about, like he's learning how to bounce cut and like kind of go out of where the normal run route is supposed to be for the actual play and like making those adjustments on the fly and doing good things. So I saw that video and I like that, but I still miss him in the passing game. And I just think that I was a little harsh from early on. And I still yeah. like, even after seeing him run well, this last couple of games, I'm still not like excited about him because yeah. I just know how important the passing game is yeah. to our offense from running backs. And I know how important it is that like the, a lot of part, a lot of things that was wrong with the early game too, is they know he wasn't going to catch a pass because he showed he couldn't. So right. once he was out on the field, they knew it was going to be a run play and they were going to him so often that it was just easy to predict what we were doing. So I think he needs to learn how to be, to catch passes. He needs, that just has to be come out of his game, especially since I see him as a replacement to Deion Lewis more so than I do like LeGarrette Blunt. And yeah, like that, Dion was electrifying, like more so than even James White in some instances. So, yeah, I feel like we missed that, and I'll be watching him develop in the passing game and see how that goes. And then our defense also really surprised me; they did really good against Kansas City in the rest of the Um, and that's like no easy task with the talent. There's the like, it's been a weird season because I feel like every single week is like eighty percent of the games are like not consistent with what has been ha- you know what I mean like like you said your defense showed up because they definitely have not <laughs> no they have I mean they have not and they haven't been they've been they've always yeah. been better in the red zone than between the 20s so like yeah I expected that to be the case and it was but like they have not held in crucial moments right. and it was but it's a weird season because most teams are almost all teams are like that you know what I mean like mm. there's not just a consistently across the board team where it was like your offense is solid because you'll have games where your defense is soft. Like, it's just, it's a weird season. Oh, you, I'm, I, agree, again, I mean, great. Even looking at just the big teams, like, with, you know, Steelers with no Le'Veon Bell, like, they had some ugly games with, uh, ugly game with Ben Roethlisberger and a bunch of interceptions. They, um, you know, AB was getting upset about not getting the ball enough. So, every yeah, everyone's had a little bit of controversy this season. But now, like, they're back in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're, yeah. Which is weird. The first two or three games of the season, I was like, the Steelers are washed. They're done. Roethlisberger's over, like. He and Eli need to take a seat. I mean, you know? Eli still needs to sit and the now, fuck down and get off my TV screen. I did not mention the Giants. The Giants are, are done. The Giants. Oh, the Giants need to hope to lose so they can get a better It record. was like watching That's, a corpse. It was really weird. Cool. I did not enjoy that game. That's what they need. <laughs> They're done. Just start. Just lose, like, specifically to my team. You can beat other NFC's teams. I'm cool with that, but, like. Just sit down for our games so we can get those W's. So we did. Hey, we did just schedule our uh, reschedule our Giants fan Kyle to come on the show. For oh, that's a- exciting! Play. So this will be interesting. I need to find a way to make a fight. I just I want to see a fight. We're not gonna have a fight. I don't have any beef with the Giants. I really don't. I've said it before. Like when I really got into football, I was high school, so two thousand and three. It's just Cowboys and Eagles. And the Giants were terrible in two thousand and three. Like, they were, like, you could always, like, you didn't even look at them. You just knew they were going to so be. So, do you not have beef division. with them because they are just have been dysfunctional since you've been following them? I mean, they were, so they were really bad. Like, really I don't have beef with the Bills either because they're just bad. Right, because <laughs> they were really bad for so long that when they won the Super Bowl, I'm like, I'm happy for you That's because cool. you were really bad for a long time, you know, in my memory. So, your fans weren't talking shit. You weren't annoying. Like, like you kind, not that you deserve it, but it's like. I'm not upset with you winning. Right. I wasn't upset with the Eagles winning because they never had a Super Bowl. I don't really want them to win again. because It's really annoying that both of these teams, you're like, I'm not upset about it. They won against my team, and I'm a little bitter, but it's fine. I also only have so much energy. <laughs> like, I can't hate. I, I, like, I clearly want them to lose. Yeah. I'm happier when they all lose, but I really hate. Dallas is number one. Philly is getting there, though. Because the last Redskins game I went to was a Philly Redskins game. Mm. And, you know, this little man was talking a lot of shit in front of me. Um, which, every, you know, it doesn't really go over well with me. But we ended up winning, so I talked a lot of shit back to him. I um, bet. He was small. He was, like, a really short guy. But he was. he told me that. Do I need to adjust my glasses to see that we're losing? So then we won. Wow. I was like, "Do you want to? Do you want to stand on my shoulder so you can see the score that your team fucking lost right Yikes. now?" Like, I'm sorry. Don't don't talk shit to me. Like, please don't. 
because I'm going to give it back to you. That's a PSA for the world. Wow. Aggression. No, that's real. Uh, oh. It's real. But yeah, so slowly, like, Eagles fans, I feel like, are getting to the level of Dallas fans, and it's really irritating. Especially with this Super Bowl win. Like, I kind of want them to be embarrassed because they need to humble themselves. Back to, like, our division isn't great. Look at look at it. Yeah, it's not. I'm glad I mean, people won this week, but look at last week when we yeah. all got our embarrassed. Like, so... You know, we'll see. Well, speaking of our defense, I, I just wanted to talk about Dante Hightower a little bit. Who mm-hmm. is, I didn't realize how sexy he was. Dude, he's a good-looking man. He's, like, well-proportioned. He was, like, out there doing his thing. That interception was everything. He was, like, getting pressure all the time. He, like, basically shut down Travis Kelsey for a good part of the game. I love what I saw to him. And, I, I mean, I've always liked him as a player, but just, like, seeing him, like, really stand out and then also, like, simultaneously having a sexual connection to him would be established it just changed (laughs) how my feelings about our defense and now I think I have I'm starting to develop a little bit of an emotional bond to the defense in a way that I don't think I have just because you've never had that that's no because when the players who are on there that are impactful rotate a lot like I really like Rob Ninkovich yeah you have a very in and out yeah it's just like hard to like stay yeah to yeah to have a stalwart like there's no Brady on the defense interesting Um, but yeah so that was interesting and then I have a little bit of beef with our organization because why is Brian Flores not the off- defensive coordinator? Mm. It just is a no- it's annoying to me. Um, and I don't want like they've obviously the leads to making strides and like having people of color in you know coaching positions, but um, within our organization, like he is he's coordinating defense and is I hope he's at least getting paid like a coordinator. Like even if you don't want to give him the actual title for some like weird developmental reason or whatever yeah. it is, like at least don't like undervalue this dude, this man. Like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if Bill's gotten like more hands on than he was with Patricia. Like, I can't tell if there's a qualitative difference between what they're doing, but like on the outside, it's like not a good look. And like seeing his defense be like, I mean, like that they basically won. Like, we played well on offense, no question. But like, if it wasn't for them stopping them in red zone, like we could have easily lost that game. Right, right. So, like, that I expected the offense to do what they did. I, the defense needed to step up and they did. And like to see them perform and like, then I mean, really but maybe maybe they're grooming weird. him, huh? Maybe they're grooming him because he's he's worked his way up. I mean, right? And I'm saying that that's fine if you're like grooming him, but I just I even let's say if I was like a research assistant or somebody, right? And like their yeah. research program coordinator left, and I'm like, oh, like you're telling me, oh, I want you to go to the coordinator jobs because I want you to be in this role eventually, but I'm not gonna pay you like this. So it's like you just want my labor for a discount like that well but do you i would actually promote me and then invest in me to like train me in the position like that's what we should that's what we should be doing like if you want to actually develop and invest in your employees do you trust them though you do you trust belichick to like maybe he's not ready maybe this is like a patrick mahomes thing where you need to learn you know what i mean like you need a year to see this. I mean, that's fine. And then, Patrick Mahomes is still getting his paycheck, though. Yes. That's what I'm saying. I think I would need to know what's going on with that financial situation and what's going but, on with the actual yeah. work split. Like, is he actually being trained or just doing it? So, like, if I knew more details, I would... I, I feel like if I got more details, I may feel better about it. But it just hit me that, like, oh, wow, this... And well, I remember it does thinking look earlier... Like, looking at his career history, it does look like he's being groomed for something because... um he was a scout. He started as a scouting assistant for the Patriots in 2004. So he was that for a year. Then for a year, he got upgraded to a pro scout. Then he was special teams assistant. Then he was assistant offensive special teams. Then he was defensive assistant. Then he was a safeties coach. That now he's a linebackers coach. So like he's, it looks like he's getting a lot of experience. overall experience. Yeah, I mean, I know nothing about coaching and and. <laughs> A professional level like you know what I mean but it does right. appear that that he is being and the way that Bel- like Belichick is an intel- intelligent man like what if he's like low-key gonna be the replacement you know what I mean I feel like I mean I, I think know. our replacement's gonna be fucking Josh McDaniels but uh, yeah well well you, you never know you but, never know yeah. he could also be like grooming his his whole re- staff or you know what I mean like he right. could be right. like like we're getting him to be, you know, big games as Patricia or something. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So I mean, I mean I don't it does doubt look he'll like get he's. Some yeah. I just don't. I just. I wish I knew more about it, so because it makes me. It's a questionable question. But you, and like but how Belich- they're handling this, can either make me feel good about the organization, or bad about the organization. 
Belichick will never let you know about it. That's I know. part of him. I know. <laughs> I know. I guess if Brian's happy, never. I'd be happy. But... He will never. I mean, he's committed to the organization and clearly works well with Belichick or he wouldn't have been there since 2004. Like, yes. I mean, that says something positive. So clearly he does his job because Belichick will kick your ass out if you're not performing and he doesn't like you. So, I mean, he's been with the organization for 14, 14 years. No, I mean, again, again, you're right. You're right. I... I think I just had a question and like wanted to just be like, oh, it feels yeah. like this could be sketchy and like there's a history of like this kind of sketchy just happening with like people of color in general or like, you know, yeah. general. Absolutely. So I just am like on the lookout for that kind of shit. But I certainly hope he's, you know, happy in his position. And again, like I'm sure he could have had the opportunity to get another job or if anything, I'm sure he'll definitely have plenty of opportunities to get another job after this season if he's not rewarded. So I'm sure he's done a calculus where this works for him. Hopefully, hopefully, I just hope it's. Yeah. yeah, and I hope that it's not, you know, an abuse of. Well, he was the one that um he was one that substituted Malcolm Butler in Super Bowl forty nine against oh, the Seahawks. Yeah, so he he is the one that literally put in Malcolm Butler, and then Butler intercepted Russell Wilson to clinch the 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 game. Did not know that. That's when he was safety's coach. I I think based on Belichick and like that information, I feel like something big is going to happen for him. You know what I mean? I just well, we'll be keeping like, an eye on him for sure. I'm excited. I never knew about this. is fun. Listen, you're going to have me liking the Patriots. By the end of my evil plan is halfway there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, on that note, we will take another take break, break. And then we'll come back. And <laughs> we'll talk about the Patriots stuff from another angle with the Tyree Kill thing. Awesome. <laughs> and we're back yes yes so interestingly interestingly enough this defense that i just um praised was <laughs> somewhat related to this incident um directly related so with three minutes left in the fourth quarter uh Tyreek Hill caught this pass from Patrick Mahomes, like, basically 10 yards off of the, you know, the line where you get return to kill with 25, just like 35-yard line. And then he just ran, just, like, ran for a 75-yard touchdown. Like, put on that second gear, did the thing Tyreek Hill does. It was fucking crazy. Tied the game. And then, of course, Brady came back to save the day. But um, when that happened, he, like, ran up to the barrier, like, I guess about to celebrate like you know they do or whatever and a bunch of fans were like giving him the middle finger like of course you just had this ridiculous play and like it's it whatever so and then some other guy 25 year old dude from man um from Mansfield Massachusetts threw beer on Tyreek Hill and as a result like Twitter was, like, exploding. It's not a good look for Patriots fans, blah, 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 blah. The guy got permanently banned from Gillette Stadium. Uh, the Boston police, Fox Road police, have charged him with disorderly conduct and throwing an object at a sports event. Tyreek Hill's having his fucking agent mouthpiece. All like, we need to prosecute him to the full extent of the law to ensure the safety of our players. And, yeah, it just, it's just a lot. So just a little background, like, I guess the mechanism by which he was kicked out or like banned from the stadium for life is that, and I didn't know this, that when you purchase a ticket from the stadium, it's like a contract. Yeah, there are specific things. That yeah, you and have it's like, to, like and the code of contract is in, is in that contract, and like if you kind of violate that thing, you're sub- you're subject to be able to do this. And it's not just for the Patriots games either; it's anything at Gillette Stadium. So any big concerts, like you know, on the Run Seventeen, like you can go to that either, <laughs> and. On this list of things, I didn't know that we've been drunk at so many concerts and I didn't acting a hot ass fucking mess. Like, uh, anyways, um, that's stressful. On this list of code of conduct is engaging in public drunkenness, which if the whole stadium is not engaging in public drunkenness, I'm not sure which football game you've been to, but yeah, um, using foul or offensive language and making obscene gestures, so everyone who's given the middle finger as well, um. Interfering with an ongoing event or enjoy or the enjoyment of others, which you just talked about some dude fucking harassing you because your team was losing. It just to me, the whole thing feels overblown and like somewhat arbitrary. And as far as the contract goes, by which you can do this mechanism, it's just it frustrates me because like this is vague enough that you could literally use this to kick out anyone you do not want there. Anyone. Anyone. 
and it just yeah that's it did that I just want to bring attention to that because that was a weird thing and it reminds me of like how how important like narratives are like if no one made a big deal out of this I'm sure that guy would have probably just gotten the fucking fine that he's gonna get from Fox World Police and it would have been a it would have been over but because it picked up the steam and it's part of this like you know narrative of like Boston fans being unruly and like possibly potentially racist and also this time I feel like it got more traction than it should have and I mean I know users disagree but my my opinion is I think a lifetime ban is is excessive I think jail time or like some kind of full extended law prosecution is excessive I was reading this so Michael McCann is Michael McCann yeah Michael McCann on Sports Illustrated has a really good breakdown of just kind of all the legal potential consequences and like if it had gotten in his eye or something apparently the guy could have been charged with a felony assault it just this is insane like this is insane it's an insane conversation to be having and like you want to talk about oh we have to protect the health and safety of our players and your biggest concern is a fan throwing a beer I just I don't know but I I just I don't think that you can I just I think I mean Cool. I'm, I don't have a problem with the middle finger or anything, but 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 that is physically assaulting someone is throwing a beer. Like like you can't because then how do you? And and I the only reason I say that is because it is a it's it's then just a slippery slippery slope and it's difficult to. But you don't think there's anything hard. in between him just being able to throw and do whatever he wants and like banned for life, arrested by the Fox World, I mean, charged by the Fox World Police, having a, a million-dollar athlete make statements against him, like he's some kind of menace to be like, I, player, I thought just... that he didn't make statements, though. I thought that um, his agent made yeah. a statement how it's not acceptable. I mean, I'm but sure it was at that the behest he... of his client. No, he actually said that it was fought, that it, it wasn't an issue. Oh, him and his agent him and his agent are not pressing charges. It's Gillette Stadium that's pressing charges. Fox Rose. No, like, Fox Rose is pressing charges. Gillette Stadium is only punishing him. Right. I'm saying that, I mean, this story just came out on October two days ago. And it has his agent on he record saying that they're, they that he and Hill are in discussion with the right. NFL and NPA and the, About how to protect the players. But they didn't want and, to wait, press but, actual and that the charges. And prosecuted to the full extent of the law. That's what the statement says that I'm looking at on October 16th. So... I don't know. I mean, I don't know if he said something. I haven't seen Tyreek Hill speak off, you know, on off the right, like off of outside of his yeah. Maybe he said something else. But from what I've seen, it's like everyone involved in this is being a little extra, not just like Fox or Police or State. I think you could have easily had him removed from the stadium at that point. In which case, it's like, yeah, you just got removed and you missed a good comeback and like the end of a great game because you want to be a fucking asshole about losing. Um, you could have fined the fuck out of him, like. I mean, the fine for throwing a thing is like $500 plus a year of jail time, but it could have just been $500. And then have him pay like thousands to the stadium or like do community service for the stadium, like free, you know, free labor. There's ways to, there's ways to like reform this and ensure people don't don't do things like that again without like a lifetime I really don't think so because, so you threw the liquid of your beer at him, but then what, like, what is the level of like, what's it like you, so that's going to be a different charge and someone throwing like the next step is someone throwing their actual whole container at a person like you know i feel like it just escalates but so it sounds like you think mandatory minimum of a happen. lifetime ban is just acceptable like fans assault fans in the in the games and don't get a lifetime ban this was nowhere near i think to that level like uh but it happens though it happens more often like it happens at nat stadium a lot um like they're um there are a lot of um, complaints, basically, because Nat Stadium is very new and is uh, pretty bougie. Yeah, I mean that whole um, area. Like is you have a lot of, fun. you know, a lot of high-paying people that go to Nat Stadium versus, like, Baltimore is definitely more of a blue-collar area, like the Orioles Stadium. Um, so, uh, a lot of fans will do that. Will complain that you have people heckling. Like, you can't even be in Nat Stadium and like say off key things about the Nats or for your team without someone complaining and there have been reports that they are excessive like and I get that but I I just I think it happens all the time and this is just getting attention more because it was on national television um so I definitely agree with you at that point but I do think I like I'm not I'm okay with him being banned from it like you shouldn't be fucking acting like that 
I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. You shouldn't be acting like I mean, you shouldn't like be that. acting like that, of cool. course. But I think that... Like, you shouldn't be acting like that. And against another fan is different because, like, I... Like, you need... Like, these are people, too, right? Are you going to throw a beer on the fucking Chiefs fan if they're sitting right next to you? Would you have done that when they scored a touchdown? I don't think so. Like, why, why do you think that you can assault these players and do whatever you want for them? Like, they're not a toy they are not they are real people like they do not deserve to do their job and get a beer thrown at them I think that's ridiculous I think that like I'm okay with whatever whatever he was like even if he's charged he's gonna be charged with a misdemeanor it's whatever like I just think that you should know like you should act better like I mean I think you should act better but you should, be, you should be given the opportunity to act better and I think by doing a lifetime ban for something like yeah this is sucks but like there's a there's a wide range of reaction this fan could have had like and I guess I want to ask you the flip question. Like, if you think that this would deter people, I guess, like, now, what is, what is the room for anything above this? Like, now it's like, if I throw a beer, like, oh, shit, I fucked up because I had a little, like, too heat in the moment. Now I might as well jump over and punch him in the fucking face and get banned for life anyways. Like, I just I just think that there should be a rep- proportional response but to that, things that there, don't go real. well because it's... No, because, but what happens? If, with your, if you're out in public and someone throws a beer in your face... Like, what is m- most people's initial reaction is going to be aggressively back towards that person, correct? I mean, I'm probably not the right but, person to ask. I'm not a super violent person. I've had people call me the N-word at Starbucks. Like, I've had but people not, throw things. Like, it's just, and it's like, super, you just deal I'm with I'm not, it. no, I'm not. You can't even categorize it as, a, as it being a super violent person or not. I'm talking about a normal human being. If someone comes up and throws something in your face, I'm not saying you're going to hit them back, but you, like, this is his job and he can't act any way towards the fan. Like he cannot do anything to this fan. He cannot cuss him out. He cannot put his hands on him. He cannot throw a beer back at him. Like he cannot react at all or else it will be a problem. He will get fined. He will like maybe lose his career. He will have very dire implications. So they do need to be protected. This is his Job. So one last question so for you, a, I guess. I think we so both person, agree that it's wrong. Like I'm not disagreeing right, that it's wrong. No, but let me finish. But let a, a person being banned for life for doing something that he shouldn't have done in the first place. I'm cool with it. Like I don't. I'm cool with it. It's fine. Like I don't see that big of an issue. You can still watch the Patriots games, like on the TV. Like you can still access the team. Like I just. I mean, don't to add a layer really onto that, he can still get into the stadium. Like the way in which they actually protect right. this, like it's not it's not a real right. thing. You can so it's still like, get there. It's yeah, a it's absolutely. a symbolic thing. Well, like you could have actually had something meaningful done. It's a symbolic thing that right. doesn't you don't send know the right that I'm message there or not. to me. Exactly. Right. So like I just think it was a missed opportunity all around. Like the lifetime ban is good PR, but it's not very effective. If the guy is actually banned from life, I think it's excessive. And I think there are things that you could have done in between to like make sure the fan, like and other fans know this isn't like gonna be a thing and like that actually I think lasts more. It makes somebody pay it fines. To return, I think, is probably more of an incentive than, like, someone who's, like, only go to one game every couple of years anyways, like, ban, like, ban whatever. Like, I just I just don't think it was the right solution. I, I think we both agree it's wrong. I think we both agree that we should make sure, play, like, players can't respond. So, like, fans should not be doing aggressive shit like that. Um, but right. even when the guy was banned from, you know, uh, Red Sox Stadium for the racial slur, I thought that was excessive. Like, people just get drunk and do dumb fucking shit and, like, you shouldn't. And not that no, that's because, okay. But no, like, it's, but it's not an excuse in real life. Is. You can be drunk and do dumb shit and still get arrested for disorderly conduct in real life. Just being at a bar, like being like not even assaulting people. You can just be drunk and get arrested. And that, and that happens you can in drive the same arbitrary way so that like, I think this happened. Like they could have done, like I said earlier, those rules allow them to basically remove any fan that they want to because all the fans are likely to do something right. like that. So this same no tolerance policy of like, I can arrest you for being drunk or whatever in public. It doesn't happen all the time. They do it to people that they want to or that they feel like they can make a statement about. It's not a real consistent rule. And I think that's the problem when you make something that is so broad, like, in the punishments, like, can be whatever. Like, why – I'm not going to punish this kid who, like, I can clearly see a drunk habit sympathy for him. But someone who I think, you know, oh, you're a fucking thug anyways, I'm just going to lock you up. because Like, it just allows room for these kind of weird things that, like, I don't think it's good in any case. And I wouldn't advocate for – Again, I've had people be drunk, be an asshole to me in public, and I would not want to see them arrested. I would not. Well, like, I just, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to get out of here. It's not fucking worth it. Like, you're drunk. But, like, right. give an attitude. I just. But what about if you're at your job? I, like, I was just... trying to say earlier, like, I've had, we had a customer come into Apple and, like, right. flip the fuck out and throw her, you know, computer. And then, like, yeah, we had her removed. But when she came in the next day being like, oh, do you guys still have my community? We didn't say, get the fuck out. Like, never coming here again. Like, no, it's like, you're a fucking asshole. 
when you learn how to be behave better, you can come back. And like, that is how I think public spaces are. But like, if, but if you're if you're the company you worked for banned her, how would you feel about it? So I wouldn't. Or would you say that's their business? I wouldn't. I would. I would say it's yeah. I mean, in, in one in some way, it is their business. I'm not saying they can't do this. I'm just saying I don't right. agree with it. So it's, that's I mean, what I'm saying. I don't yeah, agree so with it. Yeah, so it's Gillette's business. Yeah, I guess. It's well within their rights. You you signed the contract. You bought the ticket. Like whatever. I can still say I think right. it's bad. And like I think if Apple did ban her for life for doing that, I don't even know what she said. What company it was, but whatever. Um, I I would have been like, yeah, that's kind of excessive. But what like it, it happens. So like at the end of the day, yeah, it happens. It it happened. I'm sure you will be fine. His life will be okay. I just think it's blown up proportion. I think it was extra. People use it as an opportunity to talk about what Tyree Kill did back in college. It just it became much bigger than I think the actual incident was. And that was my yeah. overall point. But you're definitely heard on, we have to be, we have to protect the players. They don't have an opportunity do. to like, do feel like speak back to themselves. The yeah. yeah, because if he hit him back, like, yeah. what would happen? You're right. And again, and if that lady had, you know, you know threw that computer and I got freaked, like pissed and pushed her, like I would get fired. Like, yeah. so like, I did, Sued in the same anything, way, I yeah. think that it happens there. Like it sucks, but like, that's also the point of, that's part of being an employee that goes to the public is that you are held to a higher standard than they are. And, so yeah, like, and but I do understand that you're just you're asking for more like your main issue is with the actual rule and that you're looking for a more consistent, definitive like wording of of that. You know what I mean? Like you just want it across the board. I want it across the board better in that way, yes. And then I also think I'm a big proponent of restorative justice. And like there are certain things where yeah. it doesn't work, like murder or like sexual assault. I don't know how you really restore that. But something like this, like being a little bit belligerent, I think this is a great opportunity to show that there is like actual compassion, like flexibility in how we punish people and like right. make a statement. And this just seemed like, oh, let's do what's going to get us the best PR and like not really care about that fan or the players or the general environment. Like it just, it just felt like. And maybe, I mean, I don't know anything about this either. Like maybe he can appeal. Maybe he can go to like AA. True. Like yeah. I know in an actual court of law, you can do those things and it matters. And I'm pretty sure that Gillette Stadium is probably not strict as strict court of as law. actual court of Again, law. Again, he's going to be able to go um, in because yeah. this de- this article by Michael McCann too also details all the ways that they don't really check these things. It's like. A- I've never had my ID checked when I went. No. Place, and they do like a credit like- card ban, but okay, cool. I can't buy it with this credit card. I'll just pull out another one. But my friend can buy, like, I could buy it for you, and, like, we, I could scan. I bought tickets for multiple people on my phone, and I just scanned yeah. four tickets, and I have, like, I have three people behind me. They're coming with, like, exactly. like yeah. So, at the end of the day, it probably doesn't matter, but, yeah. yeah. Just want to talk to you about it. Interesting conversation. Well, do you have our, your winners and losers? Oh, shit. I didn't, but I. I don't really either, I can give you but I can... head, I think, and I know we said we weren't going to do game-related ones, but to me. Find mine or two. Huh? <laughs> Yeah, too, despite losing this game this weekend, Patrick Mahomes is the clear winner of the week for me. Like, really? you came into Foxborough, you showed out, you like played in your first real season, like against Brady Belichick, and a like came out, team, like yeah. you survived. Like, you know, you didn't get embarrassed. I, I it, again, it's also due to Andy Reid and the talent around him, and like she's given her trouble before, but I just really liked what I saw from him. I think that he has one of the best things I think I've seen this week. So, yeah, that's my winner. Um, my loser, I think, would have to be this fan, even that we just talked about. Like, oh, yeah, you love this fan. I don't even know this fucking fan. It's just like I just know what it's like to be like drunk and like twenty one, and like I've had things ha- like happen. I mean, I've seen things happen that are worse than this. It just, I didn't like how the conversation around it went, and I just know like once his name gets out there, and the once it, you know the the case gets filed by Fox World Police, his name will be public. This is gonna follow you for so long, dude, and like. You should have, yeah, you should have just thought better. You should have been better. Yeah. Like, I, again, I, I disagree with the punishment or whatnot, but you were being a fucking asshole. And at the end of the day, what's going, what's coming for you is coming for you. So, yeah. So my winner and losers, they're kind of tied in with my mandatory Dallas appreciation. Um, so my winner is Dak. He finally, finally, finally had a good game. Like, it's been a while. I heard he was out there flexing, though. Um, he completed 17 for 27 passes, almost 200 yards, no interceptions. So, I mean, that's – I believe he had a running touchdown and a passing one. Um, and it was against the Jaguars defense, who is also my loser of the week because I really thought that they were better than this. Like, how do you how do you let them score 40 points 
how do you let any team score 40 points? I thought the Jaguars defense was like the defense of the league. Um, I don't know what happened to the Jaguars defense. Um, but again, like we said earlier, this season is very inconsistent. So they, this might just have been like a blip on the radar and, and maybe won't really mean anything. They, I just feel like their defense was useless. Like they didn't like, and Dallas isn't a good offense in the first place and hasn't been this whole season. So how did you allow them to look so good? Like they've looked way worse against worse teams. Um, so I don't, they average 5.2 yards per play. That's ridiculous. Like that's unreal. Almost 400 yards. Um, I just, they had no turnovers. I don't, I don't know. Like going into this game, you would think, I thought we were going to lose against the Jaguars, but after the Jaguars playing Dallas now, I'm chilling. Like, I'm good. Like, cool. If Dallas can beat you, I'm good. I mean, we lost against the Jaguars. I can't fucking talk, but. I just, I don't know. I just don't know what happened. Again, maybe it was just, it was just like a terrible moment for them, but they definitely, I feel bad who forever played them on fantasy because they probably bet that they were going to get a bunch of points and then it was the complete opposite. Yeah, I think they might be one of the negative point teams this week. I mean, yeah, Dallas scored 40 fucking points. It must have been, like, in 400 yards. There's no way that they had positive points. <laughs> no turnovers. Like, there's, there's absolutely no way you had positive points with the Jaguars' defense last week. I don't really see how that happened. Um, but, yeah, those are my, my winners and losers, I guess. Yeah, it makes me – you know, I just want the Cowboys to lose all the time, even though I'm supposed to be rooting for them. But it just would make my team be better. Like, if the Cowboys lost 5 million games, or if they lost half of their games, then I could root for them as long as we won more. because And we had, like, a comfortable lead. Yeah. I could I could root for the Cowboys. And then I will say nice things about them all the time. <laughs> but until that happens, I can't. We're all tied for the most amount of wins in our division, except for the, the Giants. But And then your loser? My loser is the Jaguars' defense, because they just embarrass yeah. themselves. Yeah. I feel bad, because... Do you I not feel like, feel like you're Jaguars... so specifically... Jalen Ramsey. Do you feel like he's more? Oh, he just—he talked way too much shit, and it's just like you really can't talk shit unless you're gonna deliver every single time. Because when you don't, it makes it worse. It makes it yeah. so much worse. Because if you would have just said nothing, then no one's talking about your ass. Like, cool, the defense just got embarrassed, but then you got embarrassed and you're talking shit, and now everyone's talking about you. And I mean. That's your own damn fault, for real. Yeah. Like, no one told you to say anything. You could you could be a Marshawn. You could be, like, you could say nothing. You could, you don't have to And Marshawn manages to be, like, super cocky and, like, still not offensive. He's, like, not offensive. Even when Gruden didn't get him, give him the ball last week on... Um, yeah, that was funny. Line, that was a funny he response. Was just like, he was just like, I've been through this before, and I didn't get the ball, and we lost, so... Like yeah, I know how I know how this goes. Like I thought that was I thought that's players. He's a model for how to I be like a confident so hockey player. Just talk just when you get your bag, your Skittles bag. Like just get what you... I love him so much. On that note of Marshawn Love, yeah, we love you all. Thanks for listening. <laughs> um, Thank you. Week seven. Week seven is up. coming up. Super excited. We'll hopefully have a guest next week. No, is it the week after? The week after. I can maybe we maybe I'll see if I can get my. Oh, maybe Robert next week. Yeah, but we definitely have we'll one week now. Um. So yeah, hang in there with us. We'll see you next week. Perfect. Bye. Bye.